Welcome to episode two of Rams Playbook, an official podcast of the Los Angeles Rams. I'm Miles Simmons. In this episode, we're bringing you a conversation with Rams head coach Sean McVay. The Rams.com sat down with McVay for an interview at the conclusion of OTA number six last week. We got to ask him questions about how the offseason program has gone so far, what's different for him in his second year as a head coach, and how he'll coach with the expectations the blockbuster 2018 offseason moves have brought on. Take a listen. How have the first two weeks of OTAs gone? I think it's been really good, Miles. You know, there's been a, you know, a lot of good competition. Uh, guys getting familiar with our systems, continuing to learn each other, uh, how to compete but be smart doing it. And I think we're starting to see guys just continue to make improvements one day at a time. Our coaches are doing a great job. So want to wrap up OTAs the right way next week. Does it start to feel a little more real now that you get seven on seven, you can have 11 on 11, things like that? It does. You know, and really that's what it's about is getting out here, getting on the grass and getting a chance to compete. You know, love doing the meetings, love being able to, and I have these guys work with Ted and, and work with Reggie and his staff and just getting themselves healthy as possible and as strong as possible. But it's about playing football. It's about getting out here on the grass with these guys and, and enjoying that and then us all collectively getting better together. And what do you typically try to accomplish in phase three? Well, I think it's just that, you know, getting a ownership on our systems, uh, coming together as a team and, and kind of continuing to formulate that identity with uh, what the 2018 Rams are going to be. And, and that's predicated on our players. We feel really good about the personnel that we have and we've got to do a good job as coaches putting themselves, putting them in positions to have success really in all three phases. When you think about getting on the grass, I mean, you just said it yourself. Does that really energize you? Because, I mean, we obviously see you out there. You're running around. You're doing everything you do. Yeah, you know, being able to get out here and, and work with the players is what you love so much about coaching. You know, I feel so fortunate to be able to do this and, and be able to work with people that you thoroughly enjoy and want to try to help them. And if you can kind of steal a, a couple runs and a little bit of exercise, uh, that's always fun as well. But but this is what coaching's about. This is what you enjoy the most and love being able to get out here with our players. Uh, so let's kind of take you back maybe a little bit to uh, last year this time. Can you finish the sentence? Like this time last year or what? We were continuing to get to know our players, uh, figure out, you know, what we were going to be on offense and defense. And, uh, you know, I think that's what, you know, you feel so good about is as the season evolved, you know, it's about adjusting to our players. Uh, I think we have a better idea of, of what we can do to kind of maximize their skill sets. But uh, it's about building and developing those relationships. And the more time you spend with people, the better feel you get for them. And, you know, we're a year into that process. We've got some great new pieces that, that we've added and that lesson his staff and Tony have done a great job of kind of incorporating. And I think those guys are fitting in nicely and, and looking forward to kind of just seeing as we progress one day at a time. Where do you feel like you are now as a head coach in comparison to last year at this time? Uh, you know, I think there's still so much to learn. And I think you feel so fortunate that you've got good people around you that you can really lean on for their advice, their perspective. Uh, but I think you're just a year into it, you know, having learned from a lot of the mistakes that you made and hopefully continue to do some things the right way with what we were able to have a little bit of success with last year. But uh, every year is a new challenge. And I think it's just about taking it one day at a time, not getting too far out of yourself. And at the end of the day, it's all about these players. And, and we're trying to do a good job of uh, putting them in positions to succeed and reach their highest potential. What's maybe one thing that you learned in 2017 that you've been like, OK, I really got to do this in 2018? Yeah, I, I think it's just about planning. You know, I think in terms of, you know, you think you're organized but down to the minute making sure that every minute is maximized uh, you've got your meetings you've got your schedule set in a manner that's you know conducive for maximizing every single moment and, and what you're also reiterated with is you know how fortunate you feel to, to have great people around you you know to be able to work with our players with our coaching staff 
it reminds you that you know any organization is about its people and, and we've got great people that we're working with here and I feel fortunate to be a part of that. Do you ever still find yourself saying, okay, I've got to think of myself as a head coach of the whole team and not just be about the offense? Well, you know, I, I think I think one of the things you feel fortunate about is I want to learn as much as I can about football and being able to spend time with the defense that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise when you're a coordinator uh, is a luxury that that job offers. So I'm always trying to learn, spend time with defense and offense and learn from Bones. But uh, I think it's great to be able to, you know, to have such a unique opportunity to be in this role, but uh, continue to lean on those people to try to get your yourself better and, and be able to put yourself in a position to lead the right way. Uh, the other thing, another thing we definitely notice about just being out here is how quick the tempo moves on offense. Why is tempo so important? Well, I think, you know, there's different phases of our offense, you know, that we try to utilize. And, and again, it's back to the players, you know, their ability to be able to uh, operate at the line, operate in and out of the huddle, uh, using the huddles and breaking in a timely manner. So, we'll, you know, we'll mix up the tempos, but uh, it's all based on our players' ability to be able to do that. And when you've got smart, conscientious players, uh, you can kind of change up the way that, that you're coming at people with, with that tempo throughout the course of the game. One thing we caught from you when you were mic'd up last week is Brandon Cooks and how fast he is. Uh, how does that kind of add to his versatility and what he can be for this offense? Yeah, you know, I, I think with Brandon and then being able to play alongside such a great receiving core that we have in place, uh, he's been a nice addition. I feel really good watching the way that he's been able to implement himself into our offense, by the way he's learned, how conscientious he is in meetings. And he's a guy, if you just look at really his career, he is a really fast player, but he can do everything. You know, he plays big for a, a smaller stature guy, but he's strong. You know, he can win short, he can win intermediate, he can go down the field. So I think you're really not limited in any way that you can utilize him. And there's a reason why he's had over a thousand yards and over seven touchdowns each of the last three years. And uh, he's a special player for sure. I know one of the things that you've been asked about constantly this offseason with all the different moves is, you know, how do you manage personalities in the locker room? How do you go about doing it? Yeah, I, I think Wade said it best. You know, you don't manage personalities. We work with players. And uh, it goes back to building and developing those relationships, knowing that a mutual re mutual respect exists between our coaching staff and our players. And uh, it's all about doing the little things the right way. And our players that, that are here have, have done those things so far. And we feel really good about, you know, the steps we're taking, knowing that, uh, We've got a lot of work to do before you get to that first game against the Oakland Raiders. So we're just focused on taking it one day at a time. And I think our players are doing a great job being able to you know, personify that day in and day out. Specifically with Aqib Tlaib, what kind of leadership qualities have you seen since he's been here? Well, I think like anybody else, you know, he's had a lot of success in this league, but I think he leads by being able to connect with the players and then going out and, and doing things the right way with the way he practices, the way he is in meetings. Been extremely impressed watching him from afar. I was with him in Tampa his rookie year and then now just getting a chance to reconnect with him. Smart player, cerebral, seen a lot of different things, understands concepts, and then he's also got the athleticism to match up with it. And he's very comfortable having played in this system under Coach Phillips in Denver. So it's been a seamless transition for him so far and we feel really good about having a key with us. When you're able to acquire a player like that, how much of a bonus is it that he has that strong relationship with Wade Phillips? Oh, it's huge. You know, I, I think that's one of the things that you feel so good about is that a lot of the players that we've acquired from outside the organization have been people that have worked with some members of our coaching staff and you know Wade in particular with the, the knowledge and the experience that he has he's got a great feel for personnel around this league and having worked with some great players you hear guys want to come play for him because of the way he works with those guys uh, the way he puts them puts them in positions to have success and and Akib is very similar and like I said you know extremely pleased that we got him and, and it's a real credit to Les and his staff for getting that trade done.
you know, you spend a lot of time, I'm sure, thinking about motivating players, trying to coach players up to, to their highest potential. What kind of motivates you? You know, I think it's just that. I think it's that making sure that you're doing everything the right way to help these players and, and you know, help our coaches really just kind of just be a consistent presence that's uh, doing your job to the best of your ability. And that's about listening to people, learning from them, then putting yourself in a position to be able to lead the right way. But I think what's so special about our building is uh, it's a collaborative effort for everybody, being on the same page, working in the same direction, working through problems, solving them together. And we always talk about that communication, and we feel like the communication in our building leads to that great collaboration, and it's about everybody doing their job to the best of their ability. And with the people we have in place, you know, we're confident that good things will happen if we do that. All right, a couple more for you. Um, one about Aubrey Pleasant, cornerbacks coach, you know, obviously brings a lot of energy. What are some of the things that maybe we don't see from Aubrey Pleasant that he brings to your staff? Yeah, well, I think when you get around a coach like Aubrey, you certainly feel his presence. Dynamic personality, got great authentic energy. I was really fortunate to work with him in Washington, and uh, there's certain people that you're around where they kind of have that it factor, and, and he's certainly one of those guys. I think uh, he's worked under some great coaches, extremely conscientious, smart, detailed, listening to him coach guys up on the fundamentals, the techniques, but I think the enthusiasm and the passion that he brings every single day, it can't help but rub off on guys, and he's one of those people that, that you can't help but be excited around, being around him, and uh, feel fortunate to have him on our staff, and you know, he's also a close friend, uh, being able to spend some time together outside of the facilities, uh, and, and you know, he's, he's a great coach, and, and he's been a great influence on our DBs and really our team. Uh, another guy that you promoted this year, uh, Zach Taylor. What have you seen from him so far as quarterbacks coach? Yeah, I think when you look at Zach, you know, great college quarterback, had some success playing professionally, uh, you know, Big 12 player of the year. He's got a great even keel demeanor and disposition. He's been a coordinator when he, when he called plays for the Dolphins. He was at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, but I think he's just got such a great perspective and a really good way about uh, relating to the players, communicating in a clear, open, and honest fashion. Uh, and that demeanor, that disposition, especially dealing with the quarterback position, I think is perfect. Extremely detail-oriented. Uh, been really pleased with what he's done, and, and he's another guy, you know, having had him in place, getting to work with our receivers last year, and now watching the way that he's interacting with, with Jared, with Sean, and with Brandon. Uh, it's been a really seamless transition, and, and he's done an excellent job so far. What have you seen from Jared throughout this offseason program? What do you want him to be going into the season? Yeah, I, I think he's made a lot of improvements, but I think just like anything else, the quarterback position is as tough a position as there is in sports. Uh, it's all about consistency, making good decisions, playing within the timing, and rhythm of the offense, throwing the ball accurately, having a command on the run game, uh, being able to change up your cadence, and, and all those things, I think he's continuing to take ownership on this offense. I think what you, you, know, you want to try to avoid, but inevitably it's going to occur, is when mistakes happen, how do we respond from that? And really, since we got here with him as a coaching staff, he's demonstrated that resilient mentality where he bounces back quickly. He doesn't let previous plays affect him as he moves forward, and he's done that. And uh, I think you know he, he's just so refreshingly comfortable in his own skin, and I think that resonates with the players. He's truly taking you know, command, and, and he's really a true leader on this team just by being himself, and, and that's what you feel good about. And you know, we're in good hands with him leading the way, but he'll be the first to tell you, and as will I, that we've got a lot of work to do and we got to get better every day. How do you avoid with all the way, the way that things kind of turned out in this season, this offseason, 
going into this with a this is a boom or bust season mentality. Yeah, you know, I, I think the NFL is so competitive. Don't really look at it like that. Look at it as, you know, we feel confident with the players that we have with our coaches and we're focused on getting better every single day. And uh, I think, you know, in the short amount of time that I've been fortunate to work in this league, you realize how competitive all 31 teams are or all 32, the other 31 teams other than us. And, you know, great coaches, great players. And you can't afford to kind of get complacent. You've got to always focus on getting better one day at a time, establishing a standard of performance and kind of how our, our process guides our everyday approach. And, and that's the one day at a time. And, you know, you don't, you can't really get caught up in things that we can't control. We kind of just want to be where our feet are planted and that's being present in the day and controlling what we can control. That will do it for this edition of Rams Playbook. We thank head coach Sean McVay very much for his time. You can actually see portions of that previous interview in episode 7 of Behind the Grind that's now available for your viewing pleasure on Facebook Watch. Just go to facebook.com backslash Rams Behind the Grind. If you haven't checked that out yet, you're definitely going to want to do so. We also want to let you know that DeMarco Farr and I recorded a fresh Between the Horns podcast this week. You can check that out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download your podcast or watch it on the Rams mobile app. Rams Mandatory Minicamp begins this week on Tuesday, and we will have you covered all week on the Rams.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Rams Playbook.